Welcome to a new episode of the NBSE podcast. Today, we are leaving reality and going into cyberspace. And also in cyberspace, we need security. And so we are talking about MBSE and cybersecurity. And therefore, we have a good guest, a guest who is very much into the topic. Uh, we have Hartmut Hinze. And Hartmut, please introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you, first of all, for the invite. I'm very happy to um, be able to talk to you in this podcast. Yeah, my name is Hartmut Hinze. I'm employed at Hamburg University of Technology and Airbus Operations in, in Hamburg. And um, I'm working within this topic of cybersecurity at the Hamburg University of Technology uh, for about 10 years now. And uh, at Airbus, I was uh, the focal uh, security focal point for the um, uh, cabin operation system. And so for that reason, a couple of years already in this topic, and for sure, it's very, very important to um, connect this for the new developments in model-based development. And again, I'm very happy to join you today. Okay, so yeah, also welcome from my side, Hartmut. Great that you are here. And yeah, today we are talking about security. Mm, systems engineer also talk about safety. So let's start uh, with clarifying the terms a bit because there's always a business understanding there. For example, in German, uh, there's only one word for these two concepts. So what exactly is meant by security and what's the difference uh, to safety? Yeah, it's, it's always a very good question. And um, my basic explanation is that um, safety is depriving the quantified um, reliability of a system, whereas security is more coming for the qualified um, reliability of a system. Means finally, um, if you build a system, for example, in hardware and for the time being, um, um, because of its use, possibly some components are breaking down and uh, you are calculating um, the uh, reliability of this system design and the components of the system design means safety is describing the reliability of its inner part of the system. And um, on the other side, the qualified view means if you have a system, again, may the same system and you look from outside and try to introduce yourself or intrude the, uh, into the system from outside to manipulate the system. And um, this is the security view and um, means finally the system themselves is working well, but you interfere the system function from outside by yeah, uh, threats, um, being an attacker, for example, and so on and so forth. And there is an overlap. The overlap, um, and that's the reason why it's worth yeah, to connect um, these information together, is the impact as the failing of a function on safety side would probably have the same impact um, to the product or its use compared to the security if somebody from outside interfere the function and probably then um, the, the function of the system is not working well anymore and has the same impact breaking down, not running well anymore. So uh, again, safety is, from my point of view, a qualified view, whereas security is a um, and, um, other way around. Safety is a quantified view, 
um, and security as a qualified rule. Okay, so now that we know what security is, what is the difference to cybersecurity or how do you define it? Yeah, so um, security is not new. And um, for the time being, um, I think everybody knows um, the security at the airport, for example, right? And everybody knows if I'm intent to enter the secured area of an airport, you have a kind of physical security. You have your luggage and the luggage is screened. And uh, then it's a look whether there are some physical items um, and so on and so forth. And the same if you have a classical lock at the door, not a new one um, with information technologies, but the classical door lock with a classical key, that's called uh, physical security. And to distinguish a little bit the, the need in this virtual space um, of information technology, um, my interpretation is always that cyber security is um, talking about the um, virtual, the information technology, IT, uh, computer techniques, um, internet, and the information technology connected to each other by computers, uh, um, separated from the physical security, as I explained before. Mm -hmm. And um, well, in, in systems engineering, in, in, in the past, safety was already there, so there are safety views and things like that. Why is security well, at least it's my impression, is, is a new topic in, in systems engineering. Um, it, for me, it's not really new. Um, I think um, you, Tim, and me as an older man, I think always we had a firewall. Yeah, At home, mm -hmm. the, um, the original first computer installation, may we, that these days, um, we did not have really a, a firewall. But if, if you talk about IT security, uh, um, we have some, we have had some threats already decades where the classical firewall installation is already the first step of cybersecurity, right? Mm -hmm. But in terms of performance, in terms of capabilities um, within this entire um, systems view, um, now, um, the complexity of systems are increasing, um, interconnections and interdependencies of systems are getting stronger, and for that reason, uh, cybersecurity gets a more important task to be an integrational part during system design. As mm -hmm. if you buy, for example, your computer and, um, for, and uh, install it at home on top you would take the firewall, for example, to make it slightly secure. But if you have a huge system with different functions, multiple interfaces, and you would put cybersecurity on top, um, um, I, I'm, I'm convinced it would not the best solution and possibly it even deactivates functions of your system because things would not be allowed. What do I mean? Um, that if you possibly need a specific connection to the outside world and uh, from its security point of view, somebody would tell you, no, this connection is not allowed because it's not secured and um, we need to cut this line and mm -hmm. to prevent ourselves to reduce the functional you know, um, 
uh, use of the overall system, security is intended to be an integrational part from the beginning to not being a disabler, to being an enabler, finally, for the overall function. And on the other side, ensure that security is at, at its right level on its final, final product. And that's what changed, um, definitely. Mm -hmm. because, um, from my experience, from my former development project, we developed something, then we went to the security engineers and said, now make it secure, please. So, mm -hmm. and then um, we had this huge discussion that uh, things we were intent to have as functions would not have been allowed. And as I said, would more be requested to be disabled or fundamentally even changed. And everybody was disappointed. And for that reason, we came to the point uh, that it makes sense to integrate the security engineering early in the development phase. And of course, talk about um, the way we would interact in between these two instances, which slightly changed for the time being too. Um, mm -hmm. You could imagine if you write a specification of your system, for example, then um, uh, you would even have already understood that you need to talk to the security specialist. Then the security specialist would ask you a couple of um, questions to get the right understanding of your system, right? Um, Say, what do I mean? Um, I'm, you write simply a switch of a light on and off. So mm -hmm. you specify this in a in a document. And at a certain point, very early, you go to the to your security engineer and say, now, um, now this is my function. What do I need to do? And the security engineer um, is asking you finally, is reading the document, is asking you a couple of questions. Um, what do you mean with switching on and off? Is it remote? Yeah, is it a hard connected switch? Is it wireless? Um, and so on and so forth. And um, this information transfer from you being the system engineer for the responsible for the function and the security engineer was in the past the classical way of information flow. And then the security engineer used the basic methods yeah, for analyzing a tech tree and so on and so forth, and is coming back to you with proposals making this, such a system, if it's, for example, a remote light switch um, yeah, at a home uh, system um, of today and um, provides you the measures. But um, you could imagine that if it's it, um, based on the interaction of two humans, Fundamentally, the security engineer is writing a document. You are writing a document for the function. Mm -hmm. Now, if people changes, you even change slightly the interpretation of such communication, right? And you need to spend much effort to write things down in a way that it's really deterministic, finally, in its interpretation if people changes. Imagine now 10 years further, um, other people are reading these documents and like to understand how the risk assessment was done and what the final result was. Uh, we know technologies evolve and possibly there are now new threats. And that's where we come to model-based development. There we come to the point that the system design and its security analysis should be as close as possible to each other. 
and as integrated um, mm -hmm. because then um, things are connected and less space less misinterpretable so and mm -hmm. that's that's definitely somehow new and there are many um yeah different level of course of this um exchange from its lowest software implementation or the other way around and its highest level bound to the software interpretation in the meantime of I, have sound... to, I have to add that even i know what the zone alarm was <laughs> <laughs> not only okay, the older men <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, it, it sounds quite similar to safety. So I, I heard the same stories in the safety domain uh, that uh, projects develop a system and then hand it over to a safety engineer and say, make it safe. <laughs> and say, no, no, it's too late. So, yeah. Um, and is a yeah. uh, safety engineer also, can, can this person also be the security engineer or vice versa? Or is it, are these two different roles? Um. That's a, it's a very good question. The early days, um, I remember, I think eight years ago on the SAE conference in the US, um, we had this talk that we separated the safety uh, from our university side from the security, saying that they are connected, as I said, on the impact uh, axis, they are connected. Um, and even the impact analysis on safety side would be taken as a basic start for the security. And, um, and there was a huge discussion and the early days always said that security is a sub part of safety. But um, now a very simple example, I think, which makes us understand that it needs to be separated is not everything which has a safety impact means um, for the system function is um is is expressing that the view is complete what do i mean if for example you have this typical privacy rules today yeah um, um you have sensitive your personal private data and they are revealed what was done in the past yeah because of the leak leakage uh, within the system private data were revealed somehow um no yeah aircraft was uh yeah uh, disturbed and even the product um if you take yeah what was it the playstation for example the playstation was still working fine but the privacy rules were interfered and there was a damage that case of course for, for sony um because mm -hmm. personal data were revealed. and this does nothing have to do with safety the means security is impacting commercial effects too for example um and for that reason um it's worth to look on security in a parallel activity interconnecting um to the systems engineering and of course the safety and they are connected and as i said within my approach for example we we definitely start taking the impact analysis for the safety and reliability of functions and then extend it, um, for example, um, by um, accountability, yeah, on more contractual level and privacy, of course, yeah, in terms of um, the rule, how to use data uh, and mm -hmm. personal information. Okay, and now you already mentioned that 
cybersecurity should not be the next silo of product development or system development. And uh, therefore, there is a very interesting methodology called uh, SecML or SysML for Sec. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? Yes. So in, in principle, we have different initiatives already there, right? So um, we we have the automotive industry, which um, is driving their methodology for security analysis. We have the ISO 21434. And um, if you go through this entire system, you and we have STPA-SEC, for example, as one of the methodologies. And if you try to allocate these methodologies where they are applied on, you could somehow identify that um, the, we are talking about different system sizes and different product sizes. And System Alpha Sec is in principle addressing the um, aviation industry, where we are talking about a huge product being a part of a so-called system of system. Um, yeah, um, we have the airports, we have the aircrafts, and the entire travel for passengers. And this means somehow we have so-called different development level. And um, on the automotive industry, on Somehow we could talk about the same. We have a system of system, the interconnected cars, but um, the the ISO, for example, um, as I said, the 21434 is more tackling the car themselves, security for, for the entire product. And what System Alphasec is tackling, it's trying to solve, is that we have different development level and we need a methodology and its dedicated steps to go one development level to the other and improve the maturity level of the security analysis. As you could imagine, if you have the overall product, you have the outer interfaces and you need to tackle, you have the high level safety view and so on and so forth. And downwards the road, we come to multiple systems being interconnected to each other and inter, uh, yeah, and talking to each other where the level of detail needs to be improved and dedicated security risk analysis needs to be performed. And that's what's different for, on System Alpha Sec. It um, defines and proposes how multiple development level could be handled. Um, and, and that's, for example, what others like the ISO or STPA Sec does not tackle so far. Mm -hmm. And, and Sysmail, so the, the source of Sysmail for SEC is uh, you, right? So you invented Sysmail for SEC. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and it, it was driven by, um, and it's by, by my experience, as I said, um, being the security focal point and um, tackling this interconnection with other security specialists. And I felt um, and that, that the information flow needs to be improved. As I said, so it needs to be conservated in a way um, for with less misinterpretation in a later state, finally, yeah, in 10 or 5 to 10 years. And for that reason, um, the model-based development was the good basic level of system development, having the, the good description and specification of a system. And I added the security view um, at this different development level 
being an integrational part in terms of impact analysis, um, likelihoods, and um, attack paths uh, plus risk analysis. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's good. Yeah. And again, I would like to compare it with compared with safety. Uh, in, in the OMG, there's the the RAML profile, which adds a safety view to SysML, so to say. So is sec secml no, sec yeah secml no? that's correct or sysml for sec uh, is it the the rame for the security then yeah so um that's that's the very good point on rame and omg and um i remember two years ago rame was revealed in its um uh, 1.0 version mm -hmm. and uh, there was a thought how to proceed yeah how to proceed of course to improve uh, the the safety view and i made this presentation on the omg technical meeting and i said um, security could be a good extension of the rama view and um, i presented sysml for sec so it, it was understood and um, the the working group themselves says yes why not and finally we knew from the beginning that SysML for SEC is a specialized view on a dedicated industry, for example, and it needed to be extended by other views, like I said, yes, um, STPA SEC or the automotive view. And for that reason, we thought about this and um, finally identified the minimum viable overlap of all these different methods um being uh, specialized in an extension of the rama and then of course then we are coming back to this connected part it's not separate it was discussed whether an asset um, is the same interpretation whether a consequence is the same interpretation in safety and security and um, we have slightly new specializations or um for security compared to safety, but we have a huge overlapping part to safety too. And for that reason, it's an overall meta model we are currently working on with non-separate parts. It's um yeah, as a, as a kind of kernel, yeah, for safety and security, which could be specialized uh, for STPA SEC, which could be specialized for the automotive ISO 21434 and is specialized for SysML for SEC, where we know that we are even able to talk to each other because such simple item uh, like an item yeah, was a huge mm -hmm. discussion. What is an item? Mm -hmm. yeah, um, <laughs> somehow an item could be the small final develops physical part on your table or mm -hmm. the item in its overall view at its highest level is more or less the boundary of your entire overall product. So, and that's, mm -hmm. that was a good and very fruitful discussion to make sure that we get the right level of communication. And finally, and that's what Rommel is now for, having a kernel which defines safety and security and being connected to the specializations I've talked about. Mm. So Rommel's on one side, but it's a concrete extension of SysML, which can, I can use to create models. But uh, I think much more important is that it harmonizes not only different safety standards, it also harmonizes a safety with security concepts. So that's, I think that's quite exactly. unique. No? That's... It is indeed. And um, 
um, of course, they're not um, in its real promotion, but um, uh, of course, we we used Cameo Systems Modeler um, for this. And um, as you could imagine, um, if we talk about scalability and we talk about methodologies, it's always a matter matter of full support to ensure consistency. And as you said, Susamer in its syntactical um, yeah, requirements is um, requiring a tool, but now even having risk analysis at safety, having yeah, a risk analysis at security, it definitely needs a tool support to make sure that um, the, the effort for modeling stays in a reasonable volume. And um, you need some automatism of and then, yeah, a development level transfer, for example, you need some automatism of um, yeah, a table creation and so on and so forth. Because mm -hmm. in its small view, it's quite understandable and nice. But uh, again, talking about huge products and aircraft or um, a car, even then, um, we always talk about the effort yeah, um, of system design, safety, and security analysis. Uh, which needs to stay in a reasonable, of course, um, in the short. That means that SysML for SEC is a kind of a SysML profile, but that's not enough. So you need more to work with all these modeled information. Um, it's, it's, it's a SysML profile and specialization, as I said, um, of the basic RAML meta model uh, in its dedicated threat scenarios and so on and so forth. And the same is, for example, the ISO standard and um, Dassault implements and uh, did already implement the ISO standard. And now as a reference for the aviation industry, the um, ED202 set or the DO uh, three to six um, is implemented as a dedicated plug-in tool um, to ensure that the and uh, yeah the, the the methodology is provided and supported in its way of working. That's that's it. Mm -hmm. And SysML for SEC is also already available as a plug-in for Cameo or also for other tools. No, it's not. No? Um, but mm -hmm. um, it's currently um, yeah, so um, coded, yeah. So um, mm -hmm. so, and we are currently working on this, and um, that it will be available next year. So um, we we have the the first um, development level, which are currently implemented. As I said, we have the the system of system air, aircraft level, and as I said, we are talking about aviation industry and then multi-system system. So we are now going step by step through the methodology, taking the RAML meta model with its specializations and currently it's implemented as a plug-in in Cameo Systems Model, right? But it's not already already uh, mm -hmm. available already. Um, the ISO the plugin is available, but um, the system for sec will be available next year. Yeah, by all these ISOs, DIO and uh, whatever, uh, standards you mentioned and all the methodologies, I think we should add those in the show notes afterwards that people can look up all the information. And that makes sense for sure. Mm -hmm. And even um, some, of course, there are some publications of Sysema for SEC2 
yeah. um, of its basics, and so we could provide this, of course. Wonderful. Yeah, and to all of our listeners, our live listeners, if you have a question on SysML for SEC, please use the chat functionality and we can ask Hartmut whatever is in your interest. <laughs> and if you like what you see, give us a thumbs up. Consider to follow us on YouTube or the other podcast platforms. We are always happy to see more and more users following the MBSE podcast. Yeah, Hartmut, uh, we talked about SysML 1 very much. Um, we now know from other episodes of our podcast, SysML um, 2 is on its way. Um, what does this mean for SysML for SEC? Is it a game changer? Is it a slightly change? Uh, doesn't it matter at all? Um, so it, it does matter for sure. <laughs> And um, I really like SysML V2. Um, I think everybody is waiting for API solutions, um, yeah, and transformation and um, abilities for the security methodologies. Um, I'd like to say, as we talked about this now, how established is this already? And um, I said, so it's coming, we have the ISO now coming up, um, being um, in a tool implemented uh, mid of this year already. But um, I think um, newcomers, not negative men, um, who starts with um, systems engineering, model-based systems engineering, needs to decide whether they would start now with SysML v1 or SysML v2. And if you want, and that's my intent, to establish a methodology, Of course, um, you need to make sure that finally it will be available on both sides because um, the many, many companies are already using, of course, SysML v1. And if they're interested in uh, applying security in, in its way, it does not need to be SysML for SEC, uh, even other methodologies. A new methodology needs to be support both sides. And that's currently a station uh, because um, somehow you need to start. And so far, we start with SysML v1. And um, the capabilities of v2 somehow are not fundamentally extending the methodology or interfering the methodology. So for that reason, uh, it really makes sense to take it as a step two. But mm -hmm. as I said, finally, we need to provide both sides. I assume an interesting part could be uh, the API, uh, and then in particular the the tooling pillar of MBSE. Uh, nowadays, we have we, we talked about Cameo. Uh, the Cameo is a SysML tool. Now it's also a security tool. It's a safety tool, and so forth. So it's uh, and with the API, now you can have a specific security modeling right. tool that's specialized to uh, SysML for SEC and uses through the API a SysML model. And uh, the same for safety and though. So it could be quite yeah. interesting in the tool landscape. Um, but is. as you said, yeah, it's a, uh, you can do the same things with SysML v2 as with SysML v1. So it's uh, it's just another language, but the same concept. Right. To give you an example, which is finally always tool-driven solved, is such a simple thing of representing a risk matrix. So mm -hmm. you could 
for example, use parametric diagrams to calculate impacts and calculate the risk. But if you have a fundamentally huge system, nobody is intent to take all these values, right? So, and mm. um, handle these values. Finally, simplified, yeah, as always, even in the past without any modeling, there was a risk matrix. And within this risk matrix, all these different risk calculations were filled. That's a pure API thing. And for that reason, you're fully right, Tim. Um, the this representation of the results um, would be definitely good. Um, yeah, using API capabilities, for example. Mm -hmm. As I always say, the API is maybe the even bigger deal as the language itself. Exactly. Or <laughs> overall product development. Right. Yeah. So, well, we well already 30 minutes. Um, so the, the, the next plan then for SEC for SysML is uh, on one side, the implementation in the tool and uh, also to integrate it in RAML, right? Is that so in, the, the yeah, roadmap yeah. of- So um, exactly. So then the, the basic description of RAML, as I said, takes the the kernel, the, the main elements of all the different methodologies available so far, and they are um, STPA-SEC, as I said, the ISO standard and SUSMA for sec And we intend to give specific examples for these three methodologies within the RAML version, which is coming up, yes. So to um, provide users out of the OMG with specific solutions on different industries to make sure that everybody finds, of course, its best fit of methodologies. Mm -hmm. right. So um, SysML for SEC is both, that's a profile, so that's just the language, but it's also a methodology, right? Yes, exactly. And it's the same name, so, so two yeah, different it's... names, so it's both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's Yep. <laughs> I, I started with this mod that uh, <laughs> it's a long time ago. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah on this right. mod, we have another episode we can link here and eventually go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, is there anything we did not ask yet? Anything important? Hartmut, your last chance to add. No, I. <laughs> Uh, again, um, I really appreciate this talk. And again, thank you very much for inviting me. And of course, may we identify a future, a further topic, um, even after this podcast, we could proceed with. And um, in terms of security, as the security is evolving, the application of security is definitely evolving, the acceptance. Mm -hmm. um, not acceptance uh, about the need, but the acceptance about the way of working is definitely changing of course and um yeah i would yeah appreciate to proceed on this of course this mm -hmm. yeah you. very good <laughs> yeah thank you that you were here um very interesting stuff and yeah so well the next topic this time we already know the next topic uh mm -hmm. or next episode um, it's about automated reasoning with SysMLV2. Um, and we will also talk a bit about AI, of course. 
Uh, and our guest is Jamie Smith from Imontra. Mm -hmm. And it will be already in, uh, let's check the calendar, in three weeks. So November the 20th, uh, same time. So 7 p.m. Uh, Central European time. Um, so that will be another interesting episode. And well, and then we will see if we do another one in December. Well, I guess we will do one, one more. <laughs> already have an idea. <laughs> ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hmm. yeah, really? I forgot it. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> but forgetting things, that's a good um, point. Uh, no, do not forget. <laughs> Trust us. We are systems engineers. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.